0: Hi guys, this is Fiona from IELTS Exam Training Courses and Members Academy. Today we're looking at a reading again and it's book 10 and it's a reading part 1, but this is good for general training and academic because the part 1 of an academic reading is the same as a part 3 of a general training reading. And apart from anything else, I think it's actually just a really interesting, fascinating reading. Very often IELTS readings are. This one is all about Stepwells. I had never heard of Stepwells before I read this. And I'd be really interested to know if you have any near where you live. It says that they are in India. So I'd love to know if you've ever seen one, have you ever visited one. Please do let me know um, when I put this on my website, which I will today or tomorrow, or I'll put a few mentions of it on Instagram if you're on there. Um, The other thing which I like about this text is, um, because it's a first passage, it's very factual um you know the first passage is always factual descriptive and very often chronological this one is chronological in that it covers the start of when the stepwells were built and talks about modern day uses for the stepwells so we could say that it goes in chronological order but also it's um it gives different uh, places where you can find them so it's just like a factual reading that you might get in a magazine there's nothing too deep and meaningful about it there are three sets of questions um first one is true false not given second one is an open question quite rare Um, to find that type of question. So it's good to see it here and then the last one is completing a table and it's a perfect example of how you can break up the questions uh, according to the structure of the text. So the first five questions true false not given relate to the first three paragraphs and then the last table basically is a list of the five different famous stepwells and each stepwell has a date and you have to uh, fill in the gaps about the features of each individual stepwell. So it's easy to locate that. The first stepwell is called Rani Ki Vav. So you go to the second half of the text and it says in Pat Tan, the state's ancient capital, the steppel of Rani-Ki-Vav. Please excuse my pronunciation of these. Um, And that's completely the second half of the text, which is what I try to focus on when people ask me how they can read faster. You've got 20 minutes for this, so finding the information in the text before you answer the questions will really help you. So what is a stepwell? Well, the first paragraph gives us the background and it just says, during the 6th and 7th centuries, the inhabitants of the modern-day states of Gujarat and Rajasthan in northwestern India developed a method of gaining access to clean fresh groundwater during the dry season for drinking, bathing, watering animals and irrigation. Uh, So, even before we start, we see this topic of water, such an important topic in IELTS. And already some of the vocabulary we're going to come across is there. So, getting access to clean, fresh groundwater, the natural water under the ground, um, and things like irrigation. So, what farmers use to water their crops. And that's the background. That's the first paragraph. Now the second paragraph goes into a little bit more detail um, and it says that these stepwells are unique to this region. That's the first line and it talks a bit about what they were used for. They were used for gathering, places of gathering of leisure, relaxation. Um, what else does it say? Okay that's about it. So that paragraph, if you look at the true false not given now, question number one says, examples of ancient step wells can be found all over the world. Well, let me read you that first sentence again. It says, unique to this region. Step wells are often architecturally complex, blah, blah, blah. But the first line was that they are unique to this region, unique meaning of course, only in this region, so question number one is false, um, they are only found in this region. Question number two says stepwells had a range of functions in addition to those related to water collection. pretty easy, I guess we 've already seen that they were. Places of gathering, leisure, relaxation and worship. And also that the, um, no, the first paragraph said that they were just for getting water. But the second paragraph was the one where they were also used for meeting, relaxation and worship. So, did the Stepwells have a range of functions? Yes, they did. The answer is true, Remember, my system for answering true or false, not given is ask yourself the questions. So for the one we just did, ask the question, did stepwells have a range of functions? Yes, they did. And there's evidence. Question number one was maybe where can these stepwells be found? And it says only in this region. So it's opposite of all over the world. So one is false. So let's do the same for question number 3. It says The stepwells in Delhi are more attractive than those found elsewhere. Now remember what do I tell you about a comparison in true false not given? If there's a comparison more attractive, then you need to find a comparison in the text. But usually if there's a comparison it's not given so ask the question are the stepwells in Delhi more attractive than stepwells elsewhere so what does it say about Delhi in that second paragraph it says a few survive in Delhi that's it there's no mention of how attractive they are there's no measurement there's no comparison So, answer number three is not given. Similarly, for number four, it says, it took workers many years to build the stone steps. And you ask yourself the question, how many years did it take to build the stone steps? So, as their name suggests, Stepwells comprise a series of stone steps, descending from ground level to the water source, normally an underground aquifer. So that's it. That's all we have about stone steps. That's it. Um, How long did it take them to build? We have absolutely no idea, so don't try to guess, don't think, oh, I'm sure it took a long time. If it's not in the text, it's not given. If the text says it only took uh, one year to build, then of course it is in the text, but the answer is false. Here, it is not in the text. We do not know how many years they took to build. We just know they were built many years ago. That's all. So four is not given. So, so far, we've got one is false, two is true, three and four are not given, which is quite unusual. So you, can't, you wouldn't have three not given in, in five questions. So five must be true or false. Five says, the number of steps above the water level in a step well altered during the course of a year. So, key word there is that the number of steps altered, they changed during the course of a year. So, you might think it's strange for the number of steps to change, but look what the text says. When the water level was high, The user needed only to descend a few steps to reach it. When the water level was low, several levels would have to be negotiated. So that's it. When the water's high, there's a few steps. When it's low, you have to go further down the steps. There are more steps. So yes, the number of steps altered during the course of a year. Altered meaning changed slightly. That's it. So we've looked at the first three paragraphs which related to the first five questions, true, false, not given. Now, so we can expect the next uh, question six to eight to be in the next paragraph and they certainly are. So in question six, we're allowed only one word It says which part of some stepwells provided shade for people. Now here it's a question of vocabulary. You need to know the vocabulary. It says um, built from stone they also included pavilions that sheltered visitors from the relentless heat. So we're looking for a part that provided shade. So shade is shelter from the heat. That's the synonym. What provided shade? Well, this word pavilions. That's it. That's the answer. You did need a bit of vocabulary to help you find that. And it's plural, of course. Now, number seven is more straightforward. It says, what type of serious... Climatic event. Serious climatic event. So key IELTS words, you know, extreme weather conditions, floods, droughts, tornadoes, volcanoes and earthquakes. So which type of event, serious climatic event, took place in southern Rajasthan. So you go to the next paragraph. You find the capital letter, Rajasthan. It says, Southern Rajasthan suffered an eight-year drought between 1996 and 2004. So drought, there you go, that is the answer. Um, One of my students in the Members Academy asked me the other day, do I have a list of words which are common answers in the reading? Now, I did one for the listening, which you can get in the Members Academy. I went over every practice test and I found patterns that you can identify in the listening test. And now I'm doing the same for reading. I am seeing the same patterns. Drought, it's a key word. If you look at my 28-day planner, you'll see drought in the water topic. You have to know it for IELTS. One of those words you just have to know it. Spelling D-R-O-U-G-H-T. And why do they like it? Probably because of that difficult spelling. Anyway, copy the spelling from the text. Uh, number eight. Who are frequent visitors to Step Wells nowadays? Well, nowadays um, tells you Um, Of course, it's gone back to recent history. And this is a rare time when it does jump, I must say. It does jump out of order. Although it does make sense because it jumps to the last paragraph. And the last paragraph is the only one that they haven't uh, used for a question. Because the next five paragraphs is the table and that leaves you with the final paragraph, which is the kind of summing up nowadays. So, an easy way to find that would be from the time, the chronology. Uh, frequent visitors to stepwells nowadays. And yes, it goes in the last paragraph. The first line is today. There you go. That is your synonym for nowadays. Um, many of these monuments to medieval engineering have been saved. Uh, which has recognized the importance of preserving them as part of the country's rich history tourists flock to wells in far flung corners of northwestern india that's it it's tourists i guess you could guess it who uses them these days tourists only so that is eight and it has to be plural okay so as i mentioned there were five paragraphs Uh, Which you can easily see relate to the five step wells in the table. And because the names have capital letters, you can see each paragraph has one different name of a well. And the first one is Rani Ki Vav. So if you look at the table, that's the name. Then the next column is the date. Next column is features, and next column is other notes. So, for each step, well, the table gives you the date. So now you know the name and the date. So you have a capital letter plus a number to help you find it. But you need to find, first of all, the features and then some other notes. So, if you look at Rani Kivav, it says it was built in the 11th century. It talks about 500 sculptures, that's the features, so you quickly find 500, you can see it easily and that quickly gets you to the answer. The answer says excellent condition despite the something of 2001. So you quickly go to 2001, it's easy to find what happened in 2001. It must be something negative because the sentence says excellent condition despite something. So what do you think could happen um, in India? And you go to 2001, it says this ancient structure survived an earthquake. Another one, another, you know, keyword, earthquake, droughts, floods, um, predictable, utterly predictable um, If you know anything about IELTS, you could predict that answer. And this is where your speed comes from. It's from predicting and knowing the topics. So nothing is a shock for you. And finding the information quickly. So the next is Suraya Kund. That's the next paragraph. You can find it quickly. 10.26. Find that number quickly. And the gap, it says, steps on the something produce a geometrical pattern. So you're looking for a pattern and steps. Um, So what does it say? It says uh, four sides of steps that descend in a stunning geometrical formation. Geometrical formation is the pattern four sides of steps. So the steps are on four sides. You're allowed one word and or a number here. So, steps on the four sides, that's four is the number and sides, plural, is the word. Um, In 11, it's still in the same paragraph but it does jump back slightly, one sentence. It says, it looks more like a something than a well looks like what so you look in the text and it says it actually resembles a tank rather than a well so a tank is the keyword word. Um, that's it resembles looks like and then rather than is instead of looks more like a tank than a well the next paragraph is all done for you. It relates to Ranji Ki Bowery So skip it. Skip the whole paragraph. Move on. Next one is Chand Bowery. Find that. Find the 850 AD. Um, then find the features. It t- steps take you down 11 stories to the bottom. So find the 11, number 11. I found it quickly. Good. Uh, Features, other notes, old, deep and very dramatic. Has something which provide a view of the steps. So what does it have which provides a view? It says, you haven't got much choice really because after 11 there's only this sentence. It says, on the fourth side, verandas overlook the steps. So, even if you don't know that word, verandas, it's like pavilions we had previously. Um, It's your only choice. It's a noun. It's plural. um, And it overlooks the steps, meaning that is they provide a view of the steps. So, easy to find, even if you don't know the meaning. And again, isn't that interesting? Parts of a building, verandas, pavilions... How things like which you may think are not IELTS words, but uh, they are in my topic of buildings, uh, they do come up a lot. Um, okay, so if you again, if you go to my website and you look at the tags for buildings, you'll find quite a lot there. I think there's um, underground house, uh, the bird's nest in Beijing, the temples in Japan, there's loads. Okay, finally. Number 13 goes to the next paragraph name Rana Ki Bawry easy to find it's in italics actually uh so again capital letters and italics 1700 easy to find then the gap says it has two something levels two something levels so we want to know what kind of levels this um step well has and it says well you're just looking for the word two really and it says constructed in around 1700 it is nine stories deep with the last two being under water. So it has two underwater levels. That's it, you know, not so difficult, really not and just want to say about that sentence where it says with the last two being, that's a, uh, you know, a linking, way of linking. I've talked about this before. Um, again, Google it on my website. It's called present. If you just put linking words in the search, it will give you this with plus ING. With the last two being ing underwater it's a way of linking two sentences in a academic and sophisticated way that you can use in your task one okay so that is it Um, all i'm going to do next you can switch off now if you want to but i'm going to run through the vocabulary that i think is essential that is uh, a really good example of in this text so step wells is not important because it's, it's introduced to you. They tell you. They explain what it is. I didn't know what it was. But it's all about water. So as we said before, they mention groundwater, um, irrigation. So to irrigate crops, uh, farmers uh, fa- use water to feed water to water their crops, sorry. Uh, what else? So we've got the desert areas. Remember, for stress on the first syllable, desert, and just one s. Compare with dessert, which has two s's. Remember, like think about it like sugar. It has two sugars in the desert and one sand in the desert. Uh, okay. When we've got a aquifer, so that's an underground storage system of water, a natural rock, which stores water, comes up a lot. Talking about the water level, um, then we've got ground water again, and talking about water has been diverted for industrial use to use in industry. And the well is no longer reach the water table. The water table again being the level of water underground. And even the word well, sorry, I should have introduced that at right at the start, uh, is a key word. Um, you know, those things you build to get water. <laughs> okay, next is the drought. And we've talked about that. Um, it suffered an eight year drought. So, collocation, the country suffered a drought. Um, and then we've got a flood. In the 11th century, F L W D. too much water. Drought is not enough, flood is too much. Um, then we've got an earthquake. Uh, then the word reservoir, of course, a place to keep water. And that is it for water... However, I'm now going to have a look at the words related to building. So we've mentioned already um, the pavilions and the verandas, but there are other words that come up in listening a lot. For example, the majority have fallen into disuse, meaning we don't use them anymore. Many are derelict, meaning completely broken, ruined. Um, they were constructed, so constructed, a formal word for built. Um, then they talk about um, major restoration, so restoring the old um, stepwells and restore. Actually, the word restore is here as well. And they want to restore it into pristine condition. Pristine meaning perfect um ancient structure very old structure again this topic comes up in speaking quite a lot when you have to describe a historical building that you like um and then the whole topic about you know should we spend money on preserving and restoring these buildings is that a good use of taxpayers money you know or should we build new buildings that's always a question that comes up um what else okay that's it i think yes so a ruined town and again the word ruin means nothing left of it basically and then we've got lots of carving and carved structures and sculptures comes up a lot and finally it says tourists flock meaning they go there in huge numbers to far flung corners, far flung meaning remote, far away, okay, so I would really recommend this reading for not only the structure, the types of the questions, but massively for the vocabulary, um, such an important uh, topic here for IELTS. Okay, that's it. Thank you very much for listening today. Remember, with April the 1st coming, I do have to put the price up, I'm afraid, in my members' academy. There are reasons for this. Um, I pay a lot of money to the website provider, to the host provider, to the video providers, and there are different levels. So if you've got like 10 students, it's free, for example. But the more students you get, the more they charge you because you're using more... Bandwidth, uh, more people come into your website, and for each student you pay a fee, blah blah blah. Anyway, so um that's the reason, but also it's just expanding so much that there's so much there for you that I think it's still extremely good value. I do compare with other sites, and the cheapest I can find so far is um $49 a month for just one course or you know, $600 um, for three months access. So mine is just $75 for three months, including live lessons, which are fantastic, Facebook group, requests, questions, everything. So that's only $25 a month. I know different countries, that's a lot, um, but it, it's really worth it. Believe me, it certainly is. It will go up to $99. Not a huge difference. It will go up to $33. That's $33 a month. Still, um, not a huge amount um, if it gets you to pass the exam quickly and leads on to a a nice job or a nice new life. (laughs) Okay, thank you very much for listening. Uh, Thank you for your support. And I hope to speak to you soon. If you have any requests, please let me know. Okay, bye-bye for now. Bye-bye.